Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. We're going to be talking today to our Wise Up Texas podcast team about a couple of different things. Um, I also want to remind you guys that we are starting a really special campaign to celebrate our fifth birthday. Um, We are trying to raise $5,000 in five weeks. We'll definitely need the help of our supporters and listeners to make that target a reality. We are 501c3, so um, your donations are tax deductible. You can visit our website to donate and follow our social media as we share all of our successes this past year. I've got with me today Zoheb Kadri, Zana Magani, Ariba Amr, and Azra Siddiqui. And we're going to jump right into a really exciting and special topic. And that is um, the fact that we have a woman of color, um, a woman of South Asian descent, who is going to be vice president of the United States of America. So no matter how you look at this 2020 election and the Biden-Harris ticket, this is going to be a historic moment um, due to Kamala Harris being the vice president. And it marks a new day for women, women of color, black women, and South Asian Americans. She often talks about her mother. If you've heard her various um, speeches along the way on this campaign. Um, Her mother, Shamala, uh, was obviously a huge icon in her life and it serves as a reminder of her heritage and her pride uh, about her South Asian identity. And she also reminded us during her speech um, on November 7th that she might be the first woman um, vice president of the United States. She might be the first woman of color She might be the first South Asian woman, but she won't be the last. And so she really made clear that she's going to be a trailblazer in this area and she wants to bring other women along on this journey. So we're just gonna spend a moment talking about that and um, about how this plays out in history for our South Asian community. Sana, do you wanna kick us off on that topic? Yeah, sure. I. I guess I just want to say how ex- inspiring and exciting it was. I, I um, started following uh, Vice President-elect on social media and to see her mom in a shalwar kameez, uh, which is a traditional uh, South Asian clothing for women, uh, holding baby Kamala reminded me of photos of my my mom holding me. As she, you know, we would I have this picture of my mom in a shalwar kameez outside of the Houston Zoo. And you can see the Houston Zoo sign and she's wearing sparkles and she's just holding me. And that picture that Kamala had posted of her and her mom reminded me of that and how it just brought back all of these feelings of we can see, um, I can see myself and her and my daughter, her name is Kamala, which is close. Um, and all day I couldn't help but like grab her and, and kiss her on the cheeks and say, look, Kamala, there's a Kamala in the White House now and she looks so much like us. Uh, And it's, you know, I think regardless of where you stand, it's just an exciting moment, uh, particularly when you see the sea of old white men and then you see Kamala Harris and just 
in the way that she um, represents women, women of color, black women and, and, and South Asians, it's refreshing, it's exciting. And it's really exciting, I think, for all of the little girls in this country and around the world to see that this is also possible for them. And so when she said in her speech that she won't be the last one, um, I was just full of emotion and you know, had tears streaming down my face because it, it gives me um, some hope for what the world will be like for my daughter when she grows up. And that's really exciting for me after what I think has been a very um, challenging couple of years uh, to have, you know, a little bit more hope moving forward has been really nice. Azra, do you want to talk about this? I mean, it's it's five years into Wise Up Texas. You've been working on creating a voice for South Asians. Did you anticipate a moment like this in this recent uh, election? Uh, no, I will say this. I know that we've had South Asian representation in this past um, ad presidential administration. You know, we had... Nikki Haley, um, who I believe was ambassador to the UN. Um, we have um, Ajit Pai, who is head of the, um, is it the FCC or something to do with internet? And I'm um, forgetting that um, agency at the moment. But I think for some reason, this one, for me personally, hit a little bit, um, more in terms of just the jubilation that I felt. And I think a lot of that just had to do with, this is the highest ranking um, political position and uh, for a woman at this point, because we there hasn't been a female president. And so I think when she was, you know, nominated, I think I was kind of like, oh, wow, like we're actually as a, you know, community, you know, we're, we're really making strides in the American government. And that's something that's been really exciting to see as it's slowly evolved into, again, like you an ambassador, and now, you know, someone that's in the vice presidency seat, and who knows, maybe she will run and become president. And that's going to be something that'll be really fascinating to watch for the South Asian American community. Yeah, Zoheb, I'd love to hear your perspective. I mean, naturally, all of us kind of see this as monumental as first woman VP and first South Asian woman. But I know for South Asian men too, I mean, this is this is definitely a moment to see one of our uh, sisters go through this amazing moment in history. Yeah, I, I just think it's important to, I think representation is extremely important. Um, obviously if someone is a horrible elected official or horrible person, then I would say, you know, vote, you don't, you don't necessarily vote for someone who looks like you. But representation is just extremely important. Having someone like uh, VP elect Harris, uh, you know, soon to be, you know, in the White House, I think it's just so monumental for for all of us, for our parents. Uh, I don't have any kids, but I guess if anyone here has has kids, uh, and and I just think it's important for future generations that aren't even alive yet that'll one day look in their history books and see someone who looks like them. Uh, I think the one story that I always use is that like, growing up you know, the, like being a 90s kid, like I never saw someone who looked like me in a positive light politically or in the media. Uh, I think anytime 
like politically not at all. And if there was someone who was South Asian politically in the US, like I, I was too young to notice. But when it came to the media, people who look like me were the bad guys or they were the, at the, at the, at the butt, like they were the, the butt of a joke, right? Like they would be the guy with the funny accent or the person who, um, you know, came from another country or whatnot. And for me, like finally seeing someone who looks like me in a positive light uh, was actually when I took my little brother to see Star Wars and Riz Ahmed was in the movie and he played like a good guy in it. So for me, that meant something. So obviously that going from a, a Star Wars, you know, Disney movie to the vice president to the United States, this means a lot more. So I think it's extremely important. Um, it's extremely exciting. And and I truly hope, you know, it, she, she is in the last, um, you know, South Asian in, in higher elected office. Ariba, we'd love to hear your two cents too. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I have to second essentially what everyone's saying here. I mean, the representation, regardless where you stand politically, it's huge. Um, I also do not have children, but I can testify for my mom that she was very excited, not even because she necessarily aligns with Kamala politically, but just because of the fact that there's someone that looks like her kids to some extent in such a high position. That meant a lot to her. I mean, and also that meant a lot to me. I mean, I can second what Zoheb said. I'm not a 90s kid. I, I was born in 2000, but I definitely, I grew up in a post 9-11 world, not really sure why I there were certain stereotypes against me or people like me. I was an elementary school kid, was not sure what any of this means. Obviously I know more where I am now, but it's just, it's really exciting. I mean, I, I essentially, you know, like a lot of people, you rule yourself out of a lot of opportunities thinking that you're never gonna have a shot anyway, or it's not really worth it to try. And it's largely because there's a lack of representation. And I learned as I grew up, as I saw more powerful, South Asian figures, just regardless of where they stood, they were just in positions of power that was very empowering, but especially in my head to think that, wow, not, so the first woman to enter the vice president's seat was a woman of color, that in itself is very significant to me. That being said, I mean, you can't ignore the fact that there are some issues people, minorities have with her, different communities have with her in her past political stance. So I also, you know, I also want to say that representation is huge. This is a huge moment for all of us, but that also doesn't mean we let our politicians off the hook. You know, you still want to hold them accountable to what they said. And so it's kind of a double entendre, but for right now, I, I personally, the past few weeks have been internally celebrating this, this victory for the South Asian community and hopefully Kamala can make us proud. Yeah, I, I, I'll i just, you know, I think I, I'll say I'll, for me, I was genuinely kind of surprised by my own emotions around this. Um, well, obviously, we all saw, we all saw the rise of Kamala Harris since she ran for president. We saw her on the debate stage a number of times. Um, for those of us that voted in the Democratic primary, we may not have voted for her because exactly to Ariba's point um, and Zoheb's point, you vote for the candidate that makes the most sense for, for what you're looking for. Um, and you shouldn't vote just based on, oh, this person looks like me or this person comes from the same background as me. You know, you always should vote based on policy the best that you can. Um, but nonetheless, when she became the VP candidate, um, I remember I was actually texting Ezra that evening and I remember being like, I actually just didn't think this would happen in my lifetime so soon. And 
I'm surprised by how emotional it is that we're here at this moment and we have her as the VP candidate. And then um, when she won, uh, when Biden and Kamala won and she, uh, you know, officially became our future vice president, those feelings came back again. And I will say for me, I think the way that she talks about her mother's story, her immigrant story, the fact that she is the daughter of two immigrants, right, is huge for a lot of us who, as our generation of South Asians, many of us are the children of immigrants. And so to think that she had some of those same, probably some of those struggles at home, like my parents are immigrants, I was born here. Like, I just imagine that she went through a lot of those same experiences that we did. Um, and her mom clearly immigrated here very, very early in um, kind of this trajectory of Indian Americans immigrating to America. Um, so for me, it's also been fun to learn a little bit more about that, um, about this wave of, of folks that immigrated that early. I think I'd like to say, you know, going off of what you had said, Poonam, that you didn't expect someone like like Kamala or any South Asian woman or of South Asian descent to be in such a high political position. And I agree with you. I thought it'd be a buddhima at that point with like a cane hitting my grandkids, you know, <laughs> and being like, oh, you have no idea what we've been through, but it happened a lot faster than I expected, uh, which is exciting. And I think what has been really exciting as well is the South Asian community is getting a lot more media attention. Like we are now considered a segment of the population that the media wants to know more about us, about our policies. I felt like having her on the ticket kind of opened the door for a lot of local and state and congressional candidates to be like, oh, well, South Asians, okay? I didn't know who they really were. And now it kind of put us on the map, right? And we're actually having a seat at the table to have these discussions. And I know I've said, you know, we've evolved in five years when I first started Wise Up Texas. Like I'm like, chasing down anyone who'd want to be on our podcast. This election cycle, we had people asking to be on our podcast, which was really exciting. And, you know, part of that has to do, we've built up a name and a reputation, you know, which we should take pride in. But simultaneously, I think that also came from, you know, now South Asians is a term that people and politicians became more familiar with and wanted to reach out to us and, you know, speak to our community. So, yes. What channeling what Zoheb said, representation matters, because I think that made a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think she did put us on the map, so to speak, in a way that can't be forgotten. Um, there's no way, I mean, no offense to everybody else who is South Asian and has served in government and serves in Congress now, but you tend to, history will remember the vice president of the United States, the first woman vice president of the United States. There, there's no way that... Um, Kamala Harris will be erased from history and South Asians get to attach ourselves to that moment in American history. And I think that is just absolutely remarkable. But I, I do hope her election motivates people who look like us to run for office uh, or, or even if not run for office, just to be politically engaged. Uh, because, you know, I think it's amazing. She's going to be the VP in less than two months. Yeah. Um, but I think we should just make, we should also make an impact and have a force and be represented on the local level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it, I think it should, I think should, it should inspire, um, 
people of color um, from all backgrounds. Um, obviously, this is a huge moment for Black women as well. Um, and I don't think we can uh, leave that out. And, I, you know, a lot of Kamala's personal history and the way that she became uh, passionate about politics has to do around um, her family being involved in, in civil rights and, and you know, living through some of those times in America. Um, so I find her story to be incredibly compelling on many levels. I think we could probably spend hours, quite frankly, if you look at her story as, as like I said, the daughter of two immigrants, a woman who's half black, half Indian and American, of course. Um, so it's a fascinating story. It's also in my mind, kind of a futuristic story. Like you would imagine a person with that type of background being the future of America. We talk so much about America as a melting pot and as cultures um, blending and getting to know one another. And, you know, you would think that Kamala would be kind of the future of America, but she's here now. So let's just, um, you know, enjoy this moment. I think we have to celebrate. That's the right thing for South Asians to do. The future is now, Poonam. It's not some time, you know, like uh, Azra said, when we're Buddha, Maz, or Buddha, Baba. <laughs> uh, it's now. It's it's now. We we're here to stay. I mean, we're not. Um, we're a part of the fabric of American uh, society. We're woven in. Whether we were recently immigrated, whether you were born in South Asia and then moved here, born here, we are a part of the story of America. And it's high time that we're represented um, on every stage, whether it's your local governance, um, in the White House, in courtrooms, everywhere. It's high time that we're recognized and represented. So I'm really excited to see what will come uh, for all the little uh, children out there who are looking up to Kamala and getting really excited for what the future holds for them. Absolutely. I love that. I'll just uh, close this by, by letting y'all know my seven-year-old niece um, wrote me a note recently. It was like a drawing of a woman at a podium. And it just said, the first girl is here. <laughs> and I just thought it was the sweetest thing. I mean, the way we empower young women and teach them about girl power, um, this, this proves that it's a reality. Because every time we tell them you can do whatever you want, you can be whoever you want to be. But the truth was, if you don't see it, it's hard to believe it. And I think now that image is a reality for them. So thank you guys for sharing your thoughts on this. Um, just a reminder that we are doing a really special fundraising campaign. We appreciate the support of our followers and donors. That is our interview for today. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit organization, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise Up Texas does not endorse any candidate or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio is Hot and DFW. Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot with Wise Up Texas.